The Versecast is brought to you by Engine. Create your free gaming community website at enjin.com. Listening to the Verse Cast, the Star Citizen Podcast. My name is John Abraham. I am Jimmy Croker. Gleep, 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 gleep. Hey, gleep's back. Gleep, 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 gleep. You're not Genghis Khan or, or uh, Marty Feldman today? <laughs> Marty. Leif oh, Erickson. I wish I, I would have thought of Marty Feldman, though, but it like, hurts my eye when I do that. <laughs> it hurts everybody's eye. <laughs> it does. We are Those Guys With Ships, and this is episode 41 of the Versecast. Today is August 17th, 2945, and Ronald Jenkins, thank you, sir. The new intro-outro song, Try the Bass. Have you guys heard it? Did you listen? Did you listen? Huh? Huh? These tracks are funky. I like it. Yeah, it's got it's it's got a funky beat, and I can bug out to it. That's good, I think. Um, yes, I like it a lot. I've been playing it in the car. I've been playing it in the shower. I've been playing it... When I crawl under the house for quiet time. I'm sure your wife is thrilled. <laughs> Not so much. But anyway, <laughs> check it out at www.ronaldjinkies.com. And oh my God, subscriber flare. Oh my God. Pinch me. Pinch me. Starfare. Okay. I, I've, I've come to accepting virtual ship models as flare items. Acceptance is good. Yes, yes. Well, I, I collect them in real life, so I kind of had this realization recently where I was like, well, if I collect them in real life, I guess maybe I should be happy that I'm getting little ship models for my hangar as well. And eventually, when you're able to customize the hangar, when you've got like you know additional um, rooms in the hangar, mm-hmm. then it'll be pretty cool to move them around and put them in different places. And so I, I've come to acceptance. Or you can just pick it up like and run across your hangar and go... You could. They could fight and everything, and maybe, maybe in our maybe our hangers, maybe the bathrooms will be large enough to have a bathtub, and then we can play with them in the bath. Dude, I, I would totally need to get a, uh, a phoenix just so I could have the hot tub. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Move it out of the ship and into the hangar. Into the hangar. That's right. Yeah, rub a dub dub. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm I'm like total well because I have a Starfarer. I mean, it's not the uh, it's not the the model that they the model of the model that they have uh, given us, but I do I do have one, which of course I don't have in my hangar yet. So I was very very excited about this. Nice. I can't find it. It's not there. I haven't logged in yet. Uh, have you checked in like you know all the nooks and crannies? Everywhere I looked. Everywhere there's, it's not there, and I can't find my uh, my Gamescom uh, bowling trophy either. You didn't go to Gamescom, did you buy it? 
Uh, everybody's supposed to get one. It's in my my hanger on my you know on the website. Oh, I thought you were supposed to buy it. No, I, for subscribe, all the subscribers get it. Oh, yay! I love being a subscriber. Well, yeah, yay! <laughs> except you don't got it. Or if you, I'm gonna be really upset if you got it and I don't. Well, I mean, I don't not because of you, but I mean, just in general because you know. Because anyway, you're I can't find it. Right. Okay. No, I just like <laughs> my toys. Yeah. No, you're right. I, I just um, I'm looking on uh, on the uh, online uh, hangar, and yeah, no, there's my Gamescom 2945 trophy and uh, my Starfire model. Yeah, I did get a, an Avenger uh, model though, um, which was kind of nice because I do have one of those. So I've got a big one and a little one, a big nice. one and a little one. That's yeah. I have the uh, I have the Connie model. That's nice. I didn't so. realize that stuff showed in your online hangar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, in the in the you know like your list of stuff that you own. Oh, that list. Okay. Well, yeah. it, shows, you meant, it shows like, up in the configuration no, thing. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Well, no, no, no it no, is. No. It is. They are in your hangar. You just can't move them around. Right. I think. But he was saying that it's not in the. Yeah. What you said. What you said. What he said. No, you said I'm okay, Spider. What? Anyway, so... <laughs> no, so, you said, I'm okay, Spider. No, Spider, you said, I'm okay, Spider. Okay. No need to go back there. Uh, uh, just, just beating that one into the ground. I know. We're only four and a half minutes in, and we're already acting like it's been two hours. Like Joe Pesci in Goodfellas. Ha ha ha! See what I did there? Ha ha ha! Charlie M., you made me pop your eye out for Charlie M.? Okay, moving on. All right. Uh, so, and speaking of the patch that brought us all this goodness that we're supposed to have, but some of us don't, uh, we got 1.1.6a patch live to the servers. And I think, I wonder if that happened. Did that happen on Friday? Um, but, ooh, big news. I actually, I can play the game again, which is nice because I think last we left you. Um, no, you couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't do nothing. Um, so a big those guys with ship shout out to everyone that uh, offered up advice and particularly to Lemming on the RSI forums who took the time to answer me with a detailed relevant uh, post and a solution that worked. Um, so, so what was the story? Um, I think it was a number of things. Um, uh, I think the key bits were uh, I needed the 4.5.1.net um, update thing. <laughs> .net. <laughs> dot net yeah. forward slash org yeah yeah that thing um and so basically i i had to uh to run the windows updater manually to pick up some some stuff and then um also um there was a uh when you did the installer uh it would give you a patch folder in that directory and inside the patch folder there if you manually uh, executed the launcher, then it would come up and give you the actual launcher screen. Um, so I was able to get that going so that then I could then download the um, uh, the actual new new content and then you know uh, what what is it the uh, verify files then so then I had access to the verify files and it went in and and uh, fixed the stuff that needed to be fixed. And so you know it was it was like a dozen different steps and I finally got through it and it works. so nice. Yay! It's good to be back. Glad to have you back. Yay! Um, and speaking of the Merlin, which I flew like all night last night, 
Um, you, everyone can. It's a, it's test drive the Merlin week. So, um, you know, for I think that all three of us have have a Merlin. So, um, it's not nearly as exciting for us. But for those of y'all out there that are listening in podcast land, uh, and you don't have a Merlin, go go check it out. It's a fun little ship. Wait a don't second. You, you listened to a guy named Lemming. <laughs> I did exactly what he told me to. <laughs> <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> well, there was that that the jumping off of the cliff part that hurt. You know, the rocks were really hard and pointy. But after that, all gravy. Are are lemmings solar. real things? Yeah, I believe they're they're rodents, aren't they? I don't know. I just remember my English teacher used to tell us not to be like lemmings because the way that class used to work was. We would sit in a circle, and we would go around the room and answer questions from our previous assignment one by one. Mm-hmm. And if somebody got did something wrong, uh, the next person would try to answer it the same way. And he he would say, "Don't be like lemmings, like give your own answers." So think for yourself. That's all I yeah. That's all I know about lemmings. Well, lemmings are uh, small rodents, uh, usually found in or near uh, the Arctic. Are you reading Wikipedia? I have no idea what you're talking about. No, I completely know this. (laughs) You're smart. Yeah, they are real, and yes, I just Googled that. Did you Google if they are real? Yeah, they're reals. They're 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 reals. They're totes for they're totes reals. Oh, so you didn't know if they were real either. No, I, I had to Google it myself. I, I thought I thought they were real, but I'd never actually seen a lemming yeah. until I just Googled them and was like, oh, yeah, okay, they are small furry rodents. And apparently, who knew, they live near or in the Arctic. Hey, we learned something new today, wow. kids. It's educational. Yeah, I, well, I think the deal is, is that one of them will jump off of a cliff and then all the rest of them say, hey, well, if he can do that, why not me? Yeah. No, that's, a, that's the dodo, right? I learned that in uh, a uh, National Geographic movie called Ice Age. Mm. Two, or, two or three. <laughs> Wasn't like Morgan Freeman God in that movie or something? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? That, that was Bruce Almighty. <laughs> yeah, him too. <laughs> <laughs> He's play, he plays God in everything now. <laughs> he, he is kind of God, isn't he? Yeah, because you need someone with that voice. I so can't do those, that voice. Those God. dulcet tones. If I could do Christopher Walken and uh, Morgan Freeman, I would still have to go to work in the morning. <laughs> John, feel better work, on, work on your Morgan Freeman. I'll try my hardest. Morgan Freeman is hard because he's got a super deep voice. Well, And you don't? No. Moving on. Agree to disagree. Okay. (laughs) Gamescom wrap-up. So uh, they had a nice post on the comlink uh, talking about last week. And, you know, the dream is coming a reality. Reality, reality. Um, We hear that like every week, I think. The dream is becoming a reality? (laughs) Yeah. It's it's a Star Citizen talking point. (laughs) But I think it's really true this time. Uh, anyway, the uh, the initial launch of the star module or the social module is going to be here, uh, and this is just sort of recapping what happened last time for for those of you that uh, uh, haven't had a chance to uh, listen to last week's show or read up about it on the website or um, uh, watch the news. If, if or you've been if you've been living yeah, if you've been living under a rock and the only place you get your star citizen news is from us, mm-hmm. here's a brief recap of what we covered last week. 
Well, I'm thinking probably <laughs> lemming wranglers. You know, lemming wranglers who have been busy, you know, driving the herd to market. Mmm, lemming, lemming wranglers. Try saying that three times fast. L- lemming, lemming pops. Mmm, it's what for dinner. All right. Well, anyway, the end of the month, uh, the social module should be here, and it will include the Arc Corp environment. Uh, and there are two versions of the social module presentation from Gamescom, one which was shown to the press and the other which is from the live demo. If you have not seen them, what are you waiting for? Stop this recording right now and go check it out. I thought staff, it was really... Staff not included. I thought it was really cool that they posted both uh, the live... For, for this and uh, also for Arena Commander 2.0, that they did both the uh, social the press version and the live version. I just, I just thought that was cool that they made both available for people to check out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, they talked about Star Marine and that it is still a priority and the team is working hard to get it out to us ASAP. So... Um, Fear not, Star Marine is coming, but we're going to get uh, the social module first. Uh, what, what, what are we thinking for Star Marine? Is it is it the end of September? Is that what we're thinking now? Chris said the end of next month. Which is September, he, right? He, yeah, and he prefaced it with, if everything goes right. Uh, during the presentation, he, he had said th- those were the big things. Were basically, social mod drops this month. If everything goes according to plan, Star Marine drops next month. Uh, and then we see multi-crew, uh, I believe, either right around or shortly after uh, CitizenCon. Okay. So, so they're all like big the big patches are supposed to be coming in the next really like three, three, four months. Surely the PU Alpha is delayed by now. Well, I think if you if you think about it, the PU Alpha is a social mod. Because that's where they're that's all of the persistent universe stuff is going to basically be developed in that sandbox. Well, yeah, that's the first step, but I think the PU Alpha is the first time we'll be able to actually fly around in a persistent universe. Yeah, yeah. I, the thing is, if if they maintain the schedule, if um, social module drops this month, uh, Star Marine drops next month, and then we get. Uh, the uh, Arena Arena Commander 2.0. Basically, point is, if those three things happen before the year's up, then I think we we might still be on track to see something. I'm I'm going to say fourth quarter, um, 2016. I, I think we still might be on track for that because at that point, all the sandboxes have gone live. Yeah. Well, and Squadron 42 is supposed to be end of this year too, isn't it? I don't know if it's the end of this year or beginning. And I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it's the end of this year or beginning of next year. Uh, I would, I would think that if if it's coming that quickly, we'll probably see it uh, first quarter of 2016. Is my guess. And I think to some extent, also uh, Squadron 42 is going to stand alone. I know that we had, yeah, uh, we've always thought of, of it in the context of you finish Squadron 42 and da 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 into the PU. And I think that that was sort of the intention. But um, I could definitely see them releasing it as a standalone, a separate standalone game. Um, and when you finish it, the credits roll and uh, coming soon to a PU near you, a PU near you, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And you would think that since it is a, a, a scripted campaign, um, that there wouldn't be that as many issues as we would see in something as complicated as a persistent universe. Um, so it's mainly just a matter of creating assets and getting all of that stuff in there. Yeah, yeah, I think so. 
I also think it's a good uh, time buyer for them. If they're able to get all basically all the sandboxes where where they need to be, which is Social Mod, Arena Commander 2.0, and and Star Marine, if they're able to get all of those live and then put out the first uh, the first story arc for Squadron 42, like let's say the end of this year or first or even second quarter, let's say second quarter of next year when people are like seriously, you know, where's you know where's our content? Um, I think that that's going to buy them a little bit more time to get the Persistent Universe done. Because at that point, basically everything's there. It's just a matter of tying it all together and, and flipping the switch. Yeah. Yep. And speaking of the multi-crew demo, um, here's a quote from the Comlink article. It says, The grand finale was the multi-crew demo. As Chris outlined in the presentation, AC 2.0 is the culmination of years of work, and it is the first time we are able to show you just how special Star Citizen is. We could talk about the, de the demo ad nauseum, but really, you just have to watch it for yourself. I agree. Yeah, we have totally. included two different versions, the one the one performed live at the event and the one we did for the press. Um, so it was um, it was the finale, and it was indeed grand. Definitely check it out. Um, it's uh, it's well worth the watch, and um, uh, it's I think that. I think it was done so well, um, and the the presentation was um, the gameplay was so seamless. It, it's kind of hard to, or it, it's easy to miss just how good it was. I mean, I think that the one thing they talked about, and I, if you guys remember from the demo, Chris made a point of having uh, the one character inside the cutlass, not the pilot, but the second guy come up behind the pilot while the cutlass was spinning around and have him looking around uh, the universe. Um, and I, I, I heard it explained and it made sense to me when um, I heard it. I'm not going to be able to reproduce that, um, uh, that explanation now, but um, technically from a programming perspective, I think that's an incredibly difficult thing for them to, to do and that they've accomplished that is just a huge leap forward in us getting to a, a, a complete res realization of this game. Well, I think it's it's groundbreaking for a game period, isn't it? For for a multi-person multi multiplayer game, it's mm -hmm. groundbreaking. Well, it was so seamless though that it was like, you know, you just look and you go, "Oh, well, that's pretty cool," you know. Yeah. But, but I mean, but you know, but cuz everything you're looking around, that's a cool thing and that's a cool thing and ooh, that's a cool thing too, you know. So anyway, I think uh, definitely uh, go check uh, that out. It's it's very 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 uh um, it, it's it's fun, you know. It's fun to watch, and it's it's kind of it's got a real wow factor to it, which I think not World of Warcraft, but you know, like wow, like <laughs> not not capital W, small Z, small O, capital W. No, not that one. Yeah, <laughs> and if you only watched the live version, you should go check out the um, the press one because it's full 1080p. It's a lot higher quality. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's definitely watch them all. Just you know. Watch them back to back to back to back to back. Make some popcorn. Fun we're, for the whole family. We're so excited. <laughs> we're fanboys. <laughs> All right. And speaking of the Star Marine, we did get... We've got a couple of status updates since last time we recorded. We'll just do the, the most recent one because I think that's probably um, the most applicative. Um when and they were talking about uh, you know coming out of Gamescom because I you know you don't I think we don't realize you know Gamescom to us is kind of like oh hey look there there's a party and you know they're kind of come on in and take a look at what we're doing here but it takes a lot of work for them to get uh, the product 
into um, a, a form that we can watch it and and enjoy it, or you know at least have um, have it you know perform well relative to our expectations. And so they were talking about what they had to do to get ready, and then coming out of Gamescom, there's also a transition to get back into the development process. And so uh, they said that when we are making demos, like the one shown at Gamescom, we lock down development streams so that we can focus on stability and last-minute fixes, which you know makes sense. You know, yeah, you, totally. You sort of you know you 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 tighten your scope and you say this this is what we're going to present. We're not going to we're going to cut ties to anything that is is not going to be presented. Um, and when we unlock the streams and merge changes back into our normal development streams, things break. Totally makes sense. You have to reintegrate what you have done there back into the into the uh, um, the everyday process. So most of this this last week was taken up with administrative code cleanup and getting things back into shape to make regular builds and regular play tests um, uh, for the developers. So you know, blah blah blah. You know, it's all all tech stuff, but you know, it makes sense. I mean, yeah, I get it. That that's that's going to take some time. Um, but Jimmy, what do you think about the Klaus and Werner sniper rifle, which they showed? So excited! I um I finally, and we'll talk more about this in the next show, but I finally got my wife away from Splatoon long enough to start playing Destiny. And the sniper rifle is hands down my favorite. There is nothing I like more than getting up on getting up on a target before they even know I'm there and headshotting them. Yay. Yeah, very cool. Super exciting. Charles Whitman felt the same way. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny. Oh, Stop boo. saying that. Okay. Too soon? <laughs> I don't know. When was that, like 1967 or something? <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do you guys play um, on? PS4? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's too bad. Why? I'm on Xbox One, and actually uh, me and Iron Man, TJ, just did uh, the Vault of Glass raid this week, so. Well, my wife um, my wife got it for free. Maybe I'll, and I'm only level five, maybe I'll see about picking up a copy for Xbox. Yeah, I mean, the new expansion is coming out, and they're adding and changing a bunch of stuff, so I think I'm probably going to get into it again. Huh. All right. Well, we'll see. Maybe, yeah, I'll, I'll let's see if if I get too deep into PlayStation, then I probably won't. But at this point now, if if I remember to grab a copy for Xbox box, I might just re-roll. Yeah, that'd be cool. It'd be fun. All right, we can shoot totally. stuff pretty, together. It's pretty cheap now, isn't it? I mean, it's 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 not it's a, not full well, price anymore, is it? It's I, an older game, so maybe I think so. But they're re-releasing it with the new expansion because it's supposed to be a pretty big expansion. Um, so for sixty bucks, you get the full game and everything, all of the DLC that they've put out so far, and I think that releases next month. So, yeah, nice. Uh, so, John, did you get a chance to see the uh, status update? I did. What did you think of the uh, Cost Stock Arms Devastator? I like it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> It's pretty cool. I figured, being the FPS master, that this would be right up your alley, so to speak. Well, I was looking at it, and I noticed the mag, um, and I assume this is a ballistic weapon. Um, and it looks, it, it's supposed to be a shotgun, I'm, I'm assuming. Right? It, it sure looks like it. Yeah. Yeah, it does look like it. Um, uh, so I wonder if this is the electric shotgun they were talking about, didn't they? Make mention of an electric shotgun. It's possible. Um, the thing is, I was just looking at the little like readout it has on it, um, and it says thirty, which I assume is how many rounds it has in a mag. 
but if you look at the mag, it looks like it can only carry like 12, maybe 14 rounds. So I'm thinking maybe there's some magic going on. Well, uh, it could be. Maybe that mag is like a battery pack or something. It yeah, it might be. I don't I I don't know. It definitely looks like a shotgun though because on that readout it says shot G, which I would assume stands for shotgun and uh the reticle itself is pretty large, so it's probably a shotgun. It looks pretty cool though. All I know is that when I look at these weapons, I, I just hear in my head over and over again, Marines, we are leaving. Where are we going? Aliens? Really? Nobody? Oh. Nobody? Oh, really? Oh, okay. I mean... Oh, okay. Nah. Wow. <laughs> wow, guys. Wow. I mean, no, you that's, said Spider, I'm okay, Spider. That line was probably said in, like, every movie with Marines in it. But it said the best in Aliens. <laughs> hey, you guys. <laughs> Game over, man. Game over. Game over. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and so, uh, anyway, we got blockers. So we got, uh, they reported on the blockers again, which they have been doing the last few times. Uh, for those, for those folks that are, uh, are blocker followers, they've got audio issues and the UK is hard working on them. Uh, they've got the network optimization to do some server stability and general bug fixing. So, uh, they're working on that and ladders. They are, <laughs> the ladders are more user-friendly now. <laughs> I, <laughs> Nobody I, likes an angry ladder. Actually, yeah, this is something that bothers me in games. A lot uh, of games have really bad ladder laddering. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's a good point. I mean, like in Borderlands, it's just a matter of walking up to a ladder. But mm -hmm. if you if you're like on the side of it, you still go up it. You just like magically ascend. Um, so I can respect some good ladder physics. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, Minecraft, you know, when you just like just yeah. sort of run, run into it. In, and, yeah, same thing in <laughs> Minecraft. <laughs> so it's cool when you create a shaft, a four-sided shaft, and you just put ladders on the entire thing, and you basically just jump down the hole, and you just kind of float. Yeah. yeah. That's that, that's how it is to get to, to my, my car in the garage, is I have, I have one of those. <laughs> what? What, do you live in, in the Ghostbusters uh, firehouse? I do. I've got slime everywhere. Ew. <laughs> it's fun to be me. All right, animation blockers. They are just getting started on refactoring or refitting or re whatever it is you do with those animations. Um, uh, with the animations on those 3,000 plus animations we were uh, we had talked about last week. And so um, it's, I imagine it's going to take them, take them a little while to do that. But they're working on it. Um, and uh, they reported no art blockers this week, but they did mention that the goo is gone. And I'm not sure what that means, but how could that not be good? I don't You have it in your house. What do you mean? How could you not know what that is? Well, <laughs> proximity does not equal comprehension, Jimmy. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. So um, anyway, uh, they're, they're working on it. We're hoping for the end of September. And uh, I'm guessing we're going to get one of these reports every week between now and then. Oh, boy, I can't wait. All right, um, so um, a, little, a little bit of a surprise. We didn't realize this was going to happen, but we got a Retaliator module Q&A. So um, I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was a really neat, uh, really neat surprise as well. 
Yeah. So, um, and uh, so a few of the, the the points that I thought were interesting. They talked about the old retaliator, uh, the one that uh, I used to have, uh, as being equivalent to the new base model with two torpedo bays installed. Um, you can purchase separate modules while the sale lasts, and I think it might be ending as we are recording, if I'm not mistaken. I believe it ends today, so by the time you hear this, unless you hear it very late tonight, um, the sale could be over. Um, so but anyway, you're not able to like melt down your old modules and get new ones, are you? I don't think so. That's what I was wondering if you would be able to sell um, sell your modules back. Um, I guess you could argue that net net it would be this you would just sell back the entire ship and uh, buy the the base and then whatever new modules you wanted because it would be the money would work out be the same price yeah it would be the same price the only thing that would be different though is that uh, you would lose the LTI on your ship and on if you had a, a an LTI retaliator you would move lose the the LTI on the ship, and then also on the modules, because apparently the modules for the original Retaliator also have the LTI that came with the ship. So, oh. but for for something that price, you know, I mean, I, I as we've you know discussed over and over and over again, I don't think the LTI is going to be any kind of thing uh, for something of that value. I um, I honestly think that one of the deterrents to blowing up your ship. Uh, is going to be the fact that you've got your modules, right? Your your let's say like for example, the constellation has got um has got four modules. It's got uh, the head, the neck, the body, and the engine room. Um, I had seen a, a, a diagram from RSI uh, about a month ago, and uh, they actually showed how the module system worked. The the big chunky pieces worked for the constellation. Mm-hmm. So you've got those four, right? And then inside of each one of those, you've got different ship functionality mods, right? Mm-hmm. And then inside of that, or you know, you've got your different ship mods, and then you've got your your personal items, and then you've got uh, you know cargo, whatever the case may be. I think one of the deterrents is that you're going to have so much stuff in your ship that it's going to be a nightmare to you know. If you lose it, being, getting everything back in, getting everything dialed in correctly, um, you know, the, the little personal items that you have all set up, tchotchkes and whatnot, um, I think that that's going to be a good deterrent for uh, losing your ship is is the work it's going to take to get that ship between, even though the stuff will be insured with LTI, you're still going to have to re-equip everything. You're still going to have to, you know, um, throttle up your engines or, or throttle down your weapons or dial them in the way that you had them before. If the ships are are as deep as they appear to be, Mm -hmm. it's going to be a nightmare to lose your ship. Well, and you know, it's like Chris had said before, he wants uh, our characters dying to mean something. Mm -hmm. And he wants us to be incentivized to not die. So I think that that's a a good good example of how that, that same idea transfers to our ships, is that, you know, you get it all all uh, outfitted and configured the way that you want it. Um, if that gets blowed up, then you got to wait for the new stuff to be delivered and it's going to get delivered in parts. And right. you got to put all the parts back together and, you know... Uh, and you know. I, I don't think... I, I would... I'm going to guess that things like weapons, like, for example, if you're a pirate and you've got... Your ship is, is laden with all your, your um, boarding weapons, mm-hmm. I don't think that stuff can be LTI'd. I would imagine that... 
the modules can be LTI'd, the, the hull can be LTI'd, and possibly some components, you know, like uh, E-War or, or guns or whatnot, will be able to be LTI'd as well. But things like personal weapons, I don't think you'll be able to LTI that. I think you're just going to have to buy them again or go back to your ship and reclaim them before somebody scavenges them. Do you mean LTI or do you mean just insured? Uh, I, well, I'm sorry, not LTI. Yeah, thank you. Um, no, I mean insured. Oh, okay. I don't yeah, think you'll be wonder. able to... Yeah, I don't think you'll be able to uh, to insure weapons, clothing, EVA suits. I don't think that that's going to happen. Well, you know what? That's interesting. I wonder if you're going to be able to buy like homeowners insurance. You know, you know, hangar owner insurance, where you mm, would, yeah, you you would basically you would have a deductible and you would be able to, um, you know, make claims against the insurance. But like in in the real universe, uh, you make too many claims, your rates go up. Yeah, exactly. Well, and the thing is, you know, they've talked a lot about being able to scavenge derelict hulls. So Mm -hmm. it makes perfect sense to me that, you know, you're in whatever ship you're in. You're a pirate and you're in your Drake and you die and your ship's in pieces. Someone's going to go over and scavenge that ship. And what they're going to find is they're going to find, you know, whatever boarding weapons you have, whatever EVA suits you have, any of your personal items. They're going to find all that stuff and they're going to be able to take it with them. So I think really the question is how much can you insure on your personal ship? You know, kind of like it with a car. You know, if you're on the freeway and, you know, the car, you know, you get into an accident and the car bursts in the flames and burns to the ground, the insurance is going to reimburse you for the blue book value of the car. Right. They're not going to reimburse you for the real high-end stereo system you have in there. They're not going to reimburse you for your laptop that was on your on the, the driver's seat. They're not going to reimburse you for the bobblehead that was on your dashboard. Not the bobblehead? Not the bobblehead. Ah, life is so unkind. It's true. Well, questions. Yep, we always uh, seem to have them. We do. Um, they went on, uh, some ships are going to continue to have variants like the Cutlass, um, while some will have a single base like the new Retaliator with modular pieces to be added on to, uh, suit your fancy. Uh, they said to think of how some real world aircraft might have the ability to be retrofitted for different roles while others might have several different thematic types manufactured depending upon their intended roles or missions. Um, and a sort of a rule of thumb being that military ships are more likely to have traditional variants than civilian ships are. Um, I thought about this a little bit, and actually an example that made uh, more sense to my tiny little brain was uh, trucks, uh, like we see out on the road, tractor trailers. And you can imagine if you buy a tractor, that's kind of like your hull, and then you can have different kinds of trailers. You can have a refrigerated trailer, you can have a trailer for hauling livestock, you know, you can have one for hauling produce that has, you know, the dump bins and all that kind of stuff. And so you'll be able to um, to uh, um, purchase uh, the one, the one type of, of uh, 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 the base ship is going to be uh, kind of like the tractor, and then the modules will be sort of like the trailers, the different kinds of kinds of trailers. But it's it's a really good analogy too. Um, also, like like with a big rig, um, you can customize a cabin too. You can get a mm-hmm. full cabin, you can get a half cabin, you can get a deluxe cabin, you can get a base cabin, hot um, tub. Yeah, and then and and going further on that analogy, if you buy a box truck, that's all you get. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So good analogy, sir. Good analogy. Thank you. I thought real hard. Okay, and then okay, here we we're back to insurance now. The insurance on modules and their base ships are separate. 
Therefore, the original torpedo bomber version of the Retaliator is special. Um, it's it's the only that's the only instance you're, you're going to be able to have LTI on the modules of any kind because there is no LTI being offered on the ones that are available in the store right now. So it's weird though, because like so basically the only module that the only module in the game, at least as far as we know at this point, will be the Retaliator. Bombay modules only that'll be LTI? It seems odd. I wonder, you know, and I wonder if that isn't even going to be the case. I wonder if... Cross cross chassis? Well, no. I'm wondering if at some place in the fine print they're going to say, well, yeah, the hull is LTI, but the the modules aren't. Yeah. So, yeah. And then then the internet will erupt and, you know, there will be, there will be much um, wailing and gnashing of teeth. And then we'll move on to the next uh, thing that really pisses us off. Because that's what we do. Hey, speak for uh, yourself. I'm a happy camper. I got no complaints. Yeah. All right. Um, the dropship <laughs> module is in... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm right there. You had to make job. a whale noise. Uh, the dropship module is intended to tie into the gameplay they intend to introduce with Star Marine. This got me excited. They envision a future where we will need to deliver Marines to hot landing zones or for boarding larger ships. So, I mean, that's what I'm looking forward to do because I suck at FPS. So, I, you know, I, I have much happier driving the bus. So um, that's going to be uh, very, very exciting, I think. Um, and if I had, if I still had my Retaliator, I would have, um, I, I didn't have an LTI Retaliator, but I would have, I had the Anniversary Edition. I just, I would have sold it in, a, in an instant and got the, uh, the dropship uh, version of it. I'm just excited for um, for year two, year three, when the game is kind of settled in and on a roll, mm-hmm. and and war breaks out through the entire galaxy because you know that's coming. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like the the, the whole the whole UEE system is going to completely collapse. It's going to be anarchy. Um, you know, like I said, year two, year three, after the game is kind of on its feet and really kind of humming along. That's I'm excited for that because you know that they're that when everything is tightened up and everything's the way they want it to be, they're gonna just totally make everything go completely upside down. And all the reclaimer owners are gonna be going, Yes, yes, yep. yes. Yep. And drop ships will become very hot commodities. Yes, indeedy. All right. Um the tally modules will likely start coming online in game uh after Arena Commander two point launches. Um, and they don't have a specific date on that yet. But I, I understand from, uh, I was talking to, I forget who it was in Mumble last night that has a Retaliator, and I guess that the Retaliator in Hangar now is already different. Um, that uh, And he was saying that he kept you know, trying to go into the, the, the bomb bay and, and would fall through the floor. <laughs> mm. So, um, uh, you know, definitely they're not, they're not set up yet, but uh, apparently well, the effect is being felt. They did something with multi cruise ships. Um, the Connie had uh, Connie has a couple of bugs now that it didn't before. Um, you can't use the lift, uh, the main lift, to get up into the ship. And until the second to last patch, um, there was uh, no lighting animation at all in, inside the ship. Everything was pitch black. Mm. So, but that was fixed uh, last time I checked. The lift, uh, the the in, the solo, the individual lift. Um, was still broken. So the only way you could get in was by using the actual full uh, cargo lift gate. Cool. Maybe maybe uh, they fixed some, something uh, in uh, 6 point or 6A. 
Yeah, yeah. I, you know, the thing is that the the multi cruise ships are all in flux right now, so I, you know, I'm cool with it. I can't fly it anyway. So yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like you wouldn't you wouldn't want them concentrating their efforts on on that. Well, I mean, some people would, you know. Yeah, get me but, get my hair, fix my ship. Um, but you know, that's they they got uh, bigger fish to fry at this point. Yeah, totally. Somebody right. last night said that they wanted to get the troop transport module and mm-hmm. um uh, like a hospital module like a med bay or something which they haven't announced yet right no but that would be that would be perfect yeah if you yeah, had those that two cool. that would be pretty sick yeah yeah that, that's some that, kind of a mobile troop transport slash triage yeah mm-hmm now I heard someplace, and I can't remember where, that they said that these were all the modules that the Retaliator was going to get, and then I heard on Reverse the Verse them say that there are going to be other modules forthcoming. So I'm guessing that that uh, that that leaves the possibility open that one of those could be a med bay, which I think is a, would make sense. You know, it's a, a perfect uh, a perfect uh, 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 set of complements. You know, the the transport and the and the med bay. So. Um, ooh, this one I didn't like. Modules will be swapped out using a future version of the hollow table, similar to how gun shields and other components are changed. I mean, this was kind of what I was hoping wasn't going to happen, that when you wanted to swap out modules, that it wasn't going to be as simple as, oh, just going, you know, you know, poofing back to your hangar and moving a few boxes around. I was really hoping that it would be a thing where you would have to go to Arp, or Arp Corp, uh, what was it, was it Dumpers Depot where they do the repairs? Right, so. right, right, and like go there and um, you know at least have it be like a fifteen or twenty minute thing where you drop the ship off and you know you place an order and you know you they, there could be some sort of you know fiction or lo, or um, uh, in game mechanic whereby you have an account or whatever so there's like you don't have to pay to have it done or or maybe you do have to pay some nominal uh, fee or you know buy equipment for your hangar to do it yourself but you know that it would be. That it would actually be a thing, and but it wouldn't it, be. Ju- it may still be like that, and I don't think it makes sense to go back to Dumper's Depot to have them switched out. If you own the module, then you'd think you would have it in your hangar. Um, yeah, I, I I agree with John on that. Yeah, and I think it'd be cool if there were like robots or something that switch it out for you. But at least that there's some mechan or some physical process that happens. Yeah, I know. Rather than, and I'm saying yeah. if there were like robots that were that you have purchased to have that process done or something. Um, but that it is an actual process and it takes, you know, 15 minutes or I don't, I don't know how long it'll take, but, um, I don't think they'll make it so that it's just hollow table, switch it out and it's instantly changed. I think it will be some sort of process. Well, I, I hope you're right. Um, cause I, well, my immersion is feeling threatened here. Well, remember though to <clears throat> remember though too that there is something to be said for um, fun versus realism, and you know there there are already going to be a fair number of time sinks in the game, so mm-hmm. potentially this could be one of those things where it's like, you know, yeah, it would be, and I agree, it would be really cool to have like robots or or a crane or something that does the animation in the hangar, but it just might not be something that they have the bandwidth to program. And it might just and and they don't want to make it to where you have to go to a dumper's depot. Um, you know they don't want it to be a 15, 20 minute, half hour time sink. So this might kind of be the 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 evil 
that they have to land at or the compromise they have to land at to allow for the functionality um, and keep it fun. Yeah, I mean, and you could have you could have it both ways too, right? I mean, you could have it in Arena Commander. You could have it be instantaneous because it's a simulation. So you you configure the ship that you want to fly in the simulation instantly. That makes sense. But out in the PU, maybe it's a little bit different. Oh no! Yeah. Here, this is what they could do. They could do the robot thing or Dumper's Deep or whatever. But it's a process where they switch out the module, and it the the base time is like five hours or something. But you can buy in-game gems to speed up the process. <laughs> nice. Oh boy, makey bot on the toilet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, and uh, but this one, this one made me happy. Last one made me sad. This one made me happy. Retaliator modules will be added to the uh, EA REC store uh, once they are AC ready. So I'm saving up all my rec for renting modules because I, I will have a retaliator because of the um, of my uh, my uh, Starliners because those those ain't, ain't coming for a long time. Um, but uh, so I'll, I will have retaliators uh, available to me, and so I will uh, rent the different modules, and I will like it. My star citizen has a first name. It's E A R E C. My star citizen has a second name. It's A C P T U. Continue. I like to play it every day, and if you don't let me, then I'll say. What will you say? I Tell want us, Sean. the FPS right now, and if I don't get it, I'll be having a cow. <laughs> nice. Cow having. Nice. <laughs> Improvisation. All right. Uh, we did. Uh, so that's that was it for the, the Q&A. There's some other cool stuff in there. Um, uh, so go check it out. And if nothing else, there are pretty pictures of the... Uh, of the different modules and uh, I'm as of as of this recording they are still for sale so oh boy so many modules so little time all right we got an around the verse was back this uh, this week and um, just real quickly uh, the first pilot to get to wave 18 in Vandal Swarm and unlock a glaive rental was Cylon also known as Beardless Thunder God. I'm not sure what that Cylon. means. That's oddly fitting. Cylon? Yeah. Because the, the glaive looks a little bit like a Cylon uh, battleship. Or well, there you Cylon go. There you go. fighter. All right. Uh, well, we say congratulations to you, sir. The Beardless Wonder uh, earned himself a free glaive for the effort. Who hasn't earned a free glaive for crying out loud? Seriously. Yeah. Oh, you know, what's interesting, though, um, was listening to Star Signal this morning, and they were talking about, um, I don't know if you guys have heard about this, uh, that of that apparently there was a, a bug in the system so that uh, the first thousand people that made it to Wave 18 and unlocked the right to purchase the Glaive, um, that there was no limit placed on how many they could purchase. So there were oh, some people. No. There were some people that bought many of them, and now I guess the uh, the gray market is flooded with them. Aww. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, uh, I haven't seen that uh, in in print anywhere. I just uh, heard the heard the guys talking about uh, on uh, the Star Signal. So go go check that conversation out. Yeah, I noticed um, on G2A. I just searched Star Citizen to see what 
would come up. Um, and you can't buy like any of the base ships there, but mm -hmm. they have um, Mustang Omegas. Uh -huh. um, and they're pretty reasonably priced, like 30 bucks or something. Um, I've heard that, yeah. Yeah, so I was kind of surprised. That, I was surprised that that was the only one there, um, but I guess if you really wanted an Omega, that's where you could get one. Pretty cool ship. 30 bucks. that's that's pretty good deal. I, I've never... Have you guys... Either of you guys purchased anything uh, gray market? I have not. No. I don't... No, I haven't. I would... I haven't. I'd prefer to support the game directly, but... Um, yeah. Yeah, I... I, I I had thought about maybe doing it just to get LTI on my Connie since that's kind of my my main groove. Mm -hmm. But I, I, it's just, yeah, I kind of feel dirty about it. Well, I, I'm thinking the uh, the Omega, there's not, I don't know if there's ever going to be, if there's going to be a way to get any more of those. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you wouldn't think that they would even sell them in the PU because it is just that, you have to buy the card to get it. Um, so it yeah. seems like it would just be that exclusive thing. I mean, once in-game, I'm sure people could sell them to you just, you know, directly. Right, right. Yeah. No, oh, 30 bucks. that's cheap. All right. Um, so anyway, congratulations, sir. Uh, he got a free glaive. Um, there are definitely a couple cool videos uh, worth checking out or video segments in the show this week. Uh, check out the Gamescom highlights at about 2 minutes and 45 seconds and the Gamescom demo behind the scenes at 17 minutes and 44 seconds. They're both worth watching. Uh, the And what we were talking about earlier uh, with them uh, in the uh, Star Marine status update talking about you know, everything that, you know, all the work that goes into getting, you know, to kind of going into present or into demo mode and then getting out of it that you could see an example in there in the, in the second video about what going into demo mode looks like um, um, when you throw people in into the mix. And uh, there's some um, some interesting interviews and stuff, too. So definitely check that out. Um, and in the ship shape this week, uh, Darian Vorlick was sitting in for Lisa O and he talked about the ghost system. And that is the GOST, which of course stands for Game Object State Machine. Because I guess GOSM just doesn't work. Gosm. 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 No. Mm, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't work. No. I see, you know, this, this it's not a it's not a it's not a pure acronym. It makes me crazy. Acronym <laughs> police. All right. So um, anyway, but uh, definitely check that out. I don't know, if Jimmy, if you've had a chance to see that, but I know you were kind of interested in the ghost system and all this stuff. But he does a good job of explaining how how the uh, kind of the intention of, of, of the system and and how it's going to uh, play out in in the game. Um, you know how different uh, things like landing gear and doors and everything will have these different states and how the, the the state of an object at any given time will dictate how other objects are able to behave. And so, you know, just working on that realism, on that immersion. So I'm all for that. Gotta love it. More locks for me to pick. Exactly. Um, reverse the verse. We got that on Friday. Uh, they A lot of talking about how awesome Germany was. Um, I guess the flight over there kind of sucked. But um, once they got there, the, the fans, the, the uh, Star Citizen fans there were, were awesome and... Uh, um, they had a great time. I guess it was really hot inside the building, um, but other than that, uh, they they had a great time. 
Um, ben was going to be on INN Live talking about the Wind Commander movie. Um, I guess they were going to do sort of like a mystery science theater thing where they were going to watch the movie in real time um, and invite people to watch along on Netflix. And uh, and uh, Did you just say industry science theater? Mystery. I thought oh, I said okay, mystery. Okay. I could have said industry. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I you said industry. That's Did what I? I heard. All right. Well... I'm sorry. <laughs> this actually happened, didn't it? What's that? The the wind wing commander What's viewing wind commander. Wind commander. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No. Because you were talking I, I about it like happened. it didn't happen. No. I, no. It did happen. Oh, okay. I think it was. It was. Is like at the time of the recording, they were going to do it, and then was because it happened. <laughs> Future tense, past tense. Typically, you would just say, they did it. When has Gleep done anything typically? This is a good point. You make (laughs) a good point, sir. (laughs) Thank you. All right. And they talked about the new CCU system is getting closer. I don't know what that, what the, how that's going to look. I mean, what are we looking for in the CCU? Hmm. Crickets. Hmm. Excuse me. What are you looking for? Well, no, I mean, do you have any expectations for what you know what you're looking for in cross chassis upgrades? Um, I just honestly, really, just that that it's simpler. You know, that it's it's easier to follow. Hello. Uh oh. Uh oh. Can he not hear us? Can I? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. No, I can't hear you guys. I'm sorry. What? Huh? What is happening? I am so confused. Can you hear us? Uh, Turbulent is working hard on the problem. Uh, (laughs) On our our mumble problem right now? (laughs) We don't have a problem. Okay. Uh, What I'm hoping that this CCU thing means is that we're getting closer to being able to melt stuff in the VD store. Um, Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, they have, because I have not heard that. I wish that uh, AT or RTV was on at a time when I could actually get in there and type some stuff in, uh, because they have not, no one's brought that up for quite some time. And I know Ben has talked about it. You know, we're working on it. It'll happen. Just don't know when. But I mean, I guess I don't know why I'm concerned about having it happen now, because, you know, there's not really anything in there I'm dying to um, uh, to get, but there's a lot of stuff that I have no time to get rid of. <laughs> you and me both, my friend. You and yeah. me both. Yeah. So I got some. I got some tier three weapons that I'm just like I'm not putting these on. I, I'm not putting them on any of my fighters, and I'm not putting them on any of my multi crews. So I yeah. guess I'm gonna melt them. Yeah, that's all right. Um, and they emphasize that modules do not equal the death of variants. So I guess some people were concerned that no, oh, that they're doing the modules are not variants anymore. So um, uh, not to worry about that, although it does, uh, which does uh, um, um, uh, prompt me to ask, uh, WTF are those Avenger variants we've been waiting for for so long? Because I needs one. Needs one bad. That sentence doesn't make sense. But but you did an amazing Barney Fife impersonation. (laughs) Thank you. Pardon me while I get my bullet out. Um, wait, we can expect. Wait, wait, hmm? I ha- wait. I had, a, I had a thought. Uh-oh. Variants. Okay. Um, so I think the smaller ships will get variants, and the bigger ships will get modules. 
Um, because obviously with something smaller like an Avenger, there's mm-hmm. like no space to pull out, you know, a big chunk of the ship and switch it out with something else. But with the um, Retaliator, there's these big areas that they can just like pull out a big portion of the ship and switch it out with something else. So I'm thinking that the bigger ships will be will have the modules and the littler ships will have the variants. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, I, I think earlier we mentioned they, they were saying something uh, to the effect that um, uh, you might remember when I had that brilliant tractor trailer analogy. Mm-hmm. That was it was brilliant, sir. Thank brilliant. You. Uh, they were saying that military ships were more likely to have um, uh, variants than civilian ships. So um, maybe I, that could play play into it, too. So I, would we call I, we would call the Avenger a military ship, wouldn't we? Um, it's actually more of a, um, more of a, it's more like a police cruiser, which isn't really a military ship. That's more of a civil, civil service ship, mm-hmm. civil service vehicle. Um, you know, cause they, they've said that it's a retired police cruiser. Right. So, you know, I think of that in terms of like, for example, a buddy of mine, uh, many years ago had, uh, acquired at auction, a state trooper Mustang 5.0. Nice. Oh, and it was oh, I love that car. He um he got a DUI and wasn't able to drive it for a year, so he basically gave it to me under the the uh, uh with the condition that I would take him places when he needed to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. I loved that car. I mean, it had so much giddy up, mm-hmm. and I, and I think that's kind of where the Avenger falls in, where it's not really a military uh, ship. But it is a little bit more beefed up than, say, you know, the Mustang that you buy at a dealership. Paramilitary. There you go. Well, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, I think that 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 very well could be, John. Um, let's see. Uh, the Idris at the end of the multi-crew demo was was in fact scripted. I think last time we were speculating, uh, was it in fact an Idris? Well, it was. It was cool. God, it was so cool. Um, didn't it look kind of small though? Well, you know, I didn't really get a very good look at it. You mostly kind of got a look of, of people looking up, going, "Hey," you know, kind of pointing and, and gawking. And then when you finally got smart enough to turn around and look, that it was like it was already all you could see was the back end of it. Um, well, yeah, so. you can only see the bottom. That's I think that's why there was so much speculation because you couldn't really see the shape of the ship. And we haven't actually seen new stuff on the Idris for so long. Um, mm-hmm. But it is awesome to know that they have a model of it by now. There's something in there that, that, that flies like it anyway, or that, uh, I mean, because they say it was scripted. I don't know what that means. I don't, they, they didn't like CGI it in, I don't think. No, I think that just means that they, they programmed the, mod, the model to fly across and like somebody wasn't actually flying it. Right. Um, and we can expect to see sales for the Endeavor, the Crucible, and some Vanguard variants. You see, there we are back to the variants. Uh, happen before CitizenCon um, October tenth. So, um, um, Mrs. Gleep's birthday? No, no, that's not Mrs. Gleep's birthday. <laughs> it's two days before that. Oh, Got to be careful. Got to remember. Um, that's less than two months away, guy. Two months away, guy. Oh, I, I love a ways guy. I ain't your guy, buddy. 
so much goodness. So uh, excited to see what that endeavor looks like. To see uh, what's up with the uh, with the uh, the Crucible because that's the repair ship. And um, and then uh, of course, uh, uh, John, you don't have one, but uh, Jimmy, you've got the Vanguard variant, don't you? or the Vanguard. So you'll be uh, probably interested in the in the variants. You might get your Trickster variant there. I'm I'm just upset that nobody got my South Park reference. I'm not I'm not your guy, buddy. I ain't your buddy, guy. No, nothing, really? Why am I why are all my references falling on deaf ears tonight? Honestly, I was gonna respond with that, but I don't watch South Park at all. I haven't watched it in years, but you know, I still remember yeah, that one. I just I haven't seen it. I, all I remember is it's Salisbury Steak Day. Mm-hmm. I don't Moving on. get that either. <laughs> you don't get that one? I'm a chef. I mean, I had a. a I've never a seen it. I've seen like two minutes of it. It's Salisbury Steak Day. <laughs> All right. uh, I like I like Salisbury Steak. Ah, children, it's Salisbury Steak Day. <laughs> <laughs> Gather around, childrens. Okay, the next deep dive doc we are likely to get is going to be for the Endeavor, and it's going to focus on science, which is good. Um, The HOTAS, likely we're not going to actually get one. I mean, everyone's all fired up about the HOTAS, 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 HOTAS. Um, I'm just just happy they're fired up about it and not revolting anymore. Well, they're fired up right now. um, Yeah. Controller Gate will return. Um, but anyway, uh, it's not going to be until late next year at the earliest that we actually get to see anything. And uh, apparently SciTech is going to employ an open development process for, uh, for the development uh, process of, uh, of these, uh, these items, which is going to be interesting to see how that works. Because, I mean, you know, open development is, I think, much easier when you're doing virtual goods, you know, like software. I mean, you know, are they ever, every week, are they going to release like a, a new, like, trigger or something you know i mean it doesn't i don't don't know how that how that's going to work uh, with a physical good but um and but i think that maybe sort of the intention uh, or at least some of the intention for doing the open development is uh based on their bad rep uh for putting out really crappy gear i guess uh uh, there's some of their mad cats after mad cats purchased them uh some of their stuff uh sucked pretty bad so um they're probably trying to dispel uh, concerns about that or head them off at the pass well honestly it, it seems to me based on what i've seen from like reviews on amazon and stuff that mm-hmm. the say tech branded stuff is typically higher quality but the mad cats branded stuff is lower quality um yeah. so so mad cats is the own say tech right right okay so yeah, I don't know. I've never been super impressed with any Mad Cats peripherals. Yeah, they always seemed like they had good or I've only owned a few, but it seemed like they they had some really good ideas poorly implemented. Yeah. You know, they had like extra buttons that seemed like they would be really useful, but then they didn't work. So. Yeah, I had a um is it Mad Cats the Rat 9? Uh, the, the, I'm not sure. The rat mice that they make. I'm pretty sure it's Mad Cats. I had the 9 one, which is the wireless one. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a cool concept. It's sort of module modular. You can like move the parts around and adjust them and take stuff out and put it in. Um, and it had a bunch of buttons. But it just like the design of it made it feel sort of flimsy, even though there was like metal and 
I don't know. It it's just I'm happier with my Logitech mouse and I don't know. Yeah, like you said, it seems like they have good ideas, but it doesn't seem like they can execute on execute on them very well. Yeah, and having it like actually be the tactile, the the physical like holding it like be satisfying is important for a peripheral. Yeah. You know, I mean, you don't want it to be like, you know, feel like a piece of junk. Yeah. Well, and the reality is you have to pay a lot of money for something like that, especially when it comes to a flight stick because it is a thing that you have to it has to be heavy. Um mm-hmm. because when you move it, it can't, you know, move around on your desk. Um right. which is not like most things you know your keyboard can just be a big hunk of plastic and you type on it and it's not going to go anywhere but a a stick has to be high quality it has to be made out of metal it has to be heavy um so honestly even if they can make a cheaper one um i don't care like what they do it's probably not going to be ideal it's probably going to be the same quality as their previous stuff in the same price range um, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm, I'd count on the high, high end one being pretty high quality. Um, and I'm definitely interested to see what's up with that screen. Um, yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. If it's touch screen, I, I actually might be in. Yeah, me too. Yeah. You know, I think that would be a really, um, uh, useful way to be able to like balance your shields and stuff like that. You know, like the where in the in the cockpit where you grab the little marker and move it in the triangle there. If you could do that with your finger, I think that would be really cool. Wait, yeah, the, that the would marker? be really neat. What? You know how you can balance uh, like your your power? Oh, that kind of marker. Yeah, <laughs> you meant like a sharpie. I don't remember that being in the game. <laughs> Space sharpie? <laughs> no. I wonder if Sharpies would work in space. Remember, like, um, Jimmy, you probably remember, like, uh, I forget who the, the first uh, ballpoint pen company was that sold a pen that would write in space. Um, space was it, was pen. It Parker? Probably space. Spon- sponsored by Tang. Oh, yeah. yeah well, Fisher. Exactly. Isn't it? Could be. I think that's Could the be. brand, the space pen brand. Yeah. yeah they're, like, yeah. Uh, pressurized. I used to have yeah. them. Did you really? Yeah, they're pretty cool. That's excellent. Yeah, so we spent NASA spent all their time trying to figure out how to make a pen mm-hmm. that could write in space mm-hmm. while the Russians already had one. You know what it was? Mm-mm. A pencil. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Good point. All right. And probably the biggest news of the week, Glaives will potentially someday be constructed using human parts. What? That's gross. It is gross. It's going to be like livers and like kidneys and stuff just like, you know, stapled to the wall and they like throb. Very Battlestar Galactica. Very Battlestar Galactica. Or Hannibal Mm -hmm. Lecter. Yeah. Cannibals in space. Well, you know, guys, that's all I got. What do you got? We're ending with cannibals. Let's end with cannibals. (laughs) <laughs> support engine is there, is there any other way you can't really start with cannibals you do kind of end with cannibals you you do you know you, you always want to open with something strong but never cannibals no 
Support Engine, they power our website. Go to enjin.com for all your site hosting needs. Support Ronald Jenkins. Please check him out at the www.ronaldjenkins.com. Support me, I am Stargleep. Check out, oh, check the show notes for my contact information. Jimmy, where can the fine folks find you? As always, chatting it up on Twitter uh, at uh, Jimmy Croker. You can find me over at uh, RSI and uh, Versecast.org under my handle, Jackson, J-A-X-S-U-N. And by all means, please email me at Jimmy at Versecast.org. We did get some uh, some emails this week, so uh, looking forward to that on Yay. the next show. Yeah. John? You can find me at the only Jonto. You can email me at John at Versecast.org. You can email the show at comms at Versecast.org. Uh, mm-hmm. You can follow us on Twitter at Versecast. Use the hashtag TGWS and search for it too so that we can find all those tweets. Um, RobertSpaceIndustries.com slash org slash Versecast is where you can join our organization. We are those guys with ships and we are growing strong. We are. Big news on the uh, the next uh, uh, show about that. Yeah. Hey, John? Yes. Don't miss it. <laughs> Don't miss it. Don't MIS it. Get it? No. Masashi information systems? Masashi oh. something something. It's it's a manufacturer. Oh, oh in don't the star miss it. Citizen. Oh, don't I didn't miss I didn't catch that. Don't oh, miss it. Oh, I I ah. forgot the S part. I messed it up, okay? Let's forget this ever happened. Okay. Yeah, well, don't worry. Don't worry, John. We'll we'll take it out in post. Okay. No, we won't. <laughs> Versecast.org is our website. You can find our podcast links, um forums, mumble server. Head over there. Uh give us a review on iTunes. Or leave us a review. Give, leaving, whatever. Uh, just search for Versecast. You can find us there. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, until next time then, we are Those Guys With Ships, and this has been the Versecast. See ya. See you later. Space Cannibals. That would be Reavers. <laughs>